All right, hey everyone, welcome to Spirit Led Life Podcast. This is episode 11, hosted by Kingdom Operatives, where we're committed to turning the hearts of the fathers back to their home and to help you regain your sense of significance in your family. And each week we join together as brothers in arms and we train for a mission that really matters. And I'm excited about today because today we're going to do something entirely new. Today we're going to go behind the scenes. We're going to conduct some covert operations and we're going to talk to our first guest and our first interview here on the podcast, Brian Dixon. Brian is dedicated to helping female Christian entrepreneurs grow their business God's way. And he's a husband, he's a father, and he's just such a strong man of God, and I'm honored to have him. So Brian, thank you for being here today. Adam, I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh man, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I know last time we spoke, we talked a lot about um, some of the work you're doing with some of the female entrepreneurs in your life. How's that been going for you? It's going, it's going amazing. I, I think it's an, it's absolutely incredible time to be alive. Anybody who tells you that, that things are bad, like stop listening to them. Like things are incredible. We have such an opportunity, right? I really believe that light shines brightest in the darkness. And so as we look at the culture around us, as we look at so much of the craziness around us, I think what an amazing opportunity we have to, to share truth, to share our message, to make an income by sharing our message and not having to wait for somebody to say yes, not waiting for permission, but to take permission, to lead with authenticity and, and with authority and to guide other people. It's an incredible time to be alive. So business is great and uh, the opportunity is great as well. I love your perspective on that. You know, one thing we talked about with our guys, right, because we focus on the fathers mm -hmm. is the kingdom of God is going to continue to expand right? Like it's something people, I think sometimes forget, but the kingdom of God is going to keep expanding. Isaiah talks about to the uh, increase of his government, there shall be no end. So yeah, That's it right. is an incredible time to be alive. And I love that, that you have that perspective. Um, you know, first of all, I would love for you to just take a moment and share with our listeners to those people right now who you guys are tuning in to a quick episode with us, just kind of what you're all about and who you are, just so we can understand that more. Yeah, I, I think the, the most important thing that I want people to, to know um, about me is that I, I believe in the stewardship principle. And the stewardship principle is all about multiplication. So I, I want to encourage you to look at the assets that God has entrusted you with and to make the most of those. And, and, and the one sort of main way that I help in, in that area is realizing that you have a message to share and an audience to serve. And so I'm, I'm a clarity coach. I do one-on-one -on -one business coaching where I, I help authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs get clear on their message. And once you're clear on your message, then you can be a messenger to the people that you're meant to serve. So I, I help people with their impacts and with their income, helping them reach more people and helping them teach more people, helping them lead more people. And often that looks like helping people write their first book, helping them take that book and turn it into a course, helping their podcast become a coaching program or launching their first conference. But I think that's where a lot of life change really happens is through, through inspiration and education. So I'm sort of the guy behind the scenes helping messengers you've heard of, uh, some best-selling authors really kind of get their start and really grow their things so that they can reach more people. Powerful, man. You know, clarity, it comes with a cost, right? Like, sure. I know there's so many free things out there. YouTube, as an example, I love yeah. YouTube. I'm all over it all the time. And I, I start to realize this free platform 
is costing me something. It's costing me my time and it's really costing me my clarity. So I love that you talked about clarity because we think something's free. It didn't cost us anything other than our time. But when you see the fact that you have just now lost your clarity because you just decided to listen to more voices on a subject, right? You can really start to lose momentum and honestly, even go backwards. Have you seen that a lot in your life with different people, kind of multiple voices in their life, trying to tell them what to do and uh, eventually they lose that clarity? A hundred percent, probably maybe a little bit of an embarrassing story or one that I'm not super excited about, but I think it makes the point is I was, I was speaking at a conference several years ago and I was talking about the power of, of listening to a personal development of, of automobile university, right? Like listening to something in your car and, and getting inspiration so you can do something with it. So this guy came up to me uh, after my talk and he, he does a, a he, he runs a, a combine, a tractor. So he's on the tractor every day. He comes up to me and say, Brian, I list this year, I listened to 365 books while I was on the tractor in one year, a book a day. And I looked at him and I said, but how many books did you write this year? Wow. And like, I broke his heart, right? And like, I feel bad about <laughs> it, but think about that. We yeah. have, we spend so much time consuming and very little time producing. So yeah. what one little challenge I'd have for, for anybody listening right now is just look at your, con your consumption to production ratio. So if you're going to spend an hour on YouTube, what would it look like for you to spend one minute? So a 60 to one ratio, one minute, create a short little video post, what you'd call a, a reel or a story on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever your platform is, but create a one minute video saying one thing that you learned from that hour of consumption. Now you have a 60, 60 to one ratio. What would it look like to have a 31 to one ratio or even eventually a one-to-one -one ratio. So every hour you spend learning, you spend an hour producing. It, that is what will change your business. Yeah, I love that. You know, one thing that um, I was curious on was just kind of what does your leadership look like in your home? I'm gonna turn the direction for a second. Love it. For the sake of time, but I mean, you're a husband, you're a father of three. And yep. I know as being a father of two, how challenging it is, right? Really how... Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us have not been prepared to be fathers, right? We might not even have the right image of who our heavenly father is. So then we don't yes. reflect the right image in the home. But That's what right. does your leadership look like in your home? And what are some tips that you would have for our audience today? Well, I, I think it goes all the way back to, to Genesis 1-1. I was tucking my six-year-old son in last night and, and he recited from memory, like un, uh, no one initiated, like he just started and he said, Genesis 1-1, right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It has to start with there. It has to start with who is your ultimate authority? Is God your ultimate authority? And not the God that you made up in your own mind, but the God of the Bible, right? The God who has revealed himself both through creation as taught in Romans and also through the word of, of the Lord. And so you have to decide, are you going to be the king of the house or is God the king of your house? And it's, it's a very basic decision, but I, I see people not making that decision. And so the authority is their feeling. The, the authority is their emotions. The authority is how they feel that day. We know if you want to accomplish anything, you want to be a Blackhawk pilot, right? You want to, you want to get bulk. You want to, um, you want to grow a business, whatever it is. Um, if you rely on your feelings, you're dead. In your head, you're dead, right? You're just dead. And so you have to know where that authority comes from. So I believe in the God of the Bible. Um, it's the most logical, reasonable explanation to why we're here. It's the most reasonable explanation of why we're here. There's a God who loved us, that created the world. Um, sin entered the world. 
sin separates us from him. He sent his son, Christ, Jesus Christ, to save us. We believe in him. He starts to redeem the world. It's not completely redeemed, but it's getting there. And he's coming back for us. And so if you truly believe that, then there's a hierarchy in leadership. There's a hierarchy in the, the home. There's, there's this authority that's placed on us as men to be servant leaders, to lead, lead with clarity and wisdom and vision. One of my mentors says wow. the, the role of, of the father in the home is to lead, protect, provide, and teach. Those are my four, those are my four roles. Lead, protect, provide, and teach. And, and, and one of my favorite things to say whenever I'm talking to guys is remember what the Bible says about your prayers. What's the one rule for you to get your prayers answered? Live with your wife in an understanding way. Wow. And there's a lot of guys that are abusing their wives. It's abusive to your wife to look at pornography. It's abusive to your wife to not check in to see how she's doing. Wow. This chokes me up because it's something I deal with. And so it's so important that you lead, that you lead, right? Not that you act like Adam and let your wife lead, right? You are the leader. You are the spiritual leader of your home. So that means praying with her on a daily basis. Most guys I talk to are looking at porn and not praying with their wife. What if you flip that around? You're not looking at porn and you are praying with your wife. That would change your whole life right there. Man. Yeah, I can feel your heart behind this. And, you know, we've dedicated ourselves to this exact subject because there are just so many men who feel like they've lost their sense of significance in the home. And, and here's really, here's what I think, man. Uh, I think this to whoever's listening and I'd share this with you too, Brian. It's we were taught to show up. That's, yeah. what, that's what society has taught men somewhat, right? If I simplify it, hey, just show up. Time is how you, how you spell uh, love to your children. No. I don't think that's true. I think I see a lot of men showing up. I yeah. go to the park. There's other men there. There's fathers there. Yeah. But they're not doing anything. They're not yeah. getting engaged. If you just showed up to work, you would get fired. Mm -hmm. right? If you just showed up to work, your boss would eventually no longer show appreciation to you. So mm -hmm. why would we expect showing up in our family is enough? No, that's the bare minimum. Right. Showing up. I'm proud of you for showing up, guys. That's awesome. But now it's time to get engaged. It's time to look for ways to lead our family and to really have uh, deeper relationships and influence with them. So, yeah, man, powerful, powerful. Thank you for that. Absolutely. You know, one thing I'd be um, curious to, to hear a little bit, too, is I really do want to know the hearts behind the women that you serve, because we focus on fathers because that's who, who we are meant to serve. But the whole family is where we believe that when the kingdom of God infiltrates into the, the whole family, and it can be sensed through the peace, joy, the presence of the Holy Spirit, righteousness, all of that, right? When it's, when it's felt in the family, it's experienced in the neighborhood. So we focus on the father because we want the whole family to get this thing together. Yeah. So what are you seeing? What are the, some of the stories you're hearing? Like, honestly, oh. as, as comfortable as you feel, I would just love to know. Yeah. Uh, what are most people going through right now? Most uh, wives and mothers. Yeah, I, I think I think it'll break it'll break your heart. Mm -hmm. I think I think that there's a there's a lot of guys that are having to stand in the gap for other guys that aren't aren't leading, aren't willing to lead, and and I I think that one of the most important things that you can do is um, is apply the disciplines before you're going to be before you're going to be a disciplinarian in your home. You have to be disciplined yourself. And so you've got to, you've got to lead yourself first. And, and so first of all, that means beating the sun up. You've got to, you've got to beat the sun up, which what I mean is like, you've got to get up early. Um, I, I'm, I'm hardcore. 
because I think that's the only way to live. I was in a life-changing car accident when I was 18 years old, broke my hip in 26 places. Three doctors told me I'd never walk again. And I've done almost a dozen marathons now. And so I, I look at every day as a, as a gift, every day as a new opportunity to make a difference. And that means I need to wake up early. If my kids are waking me up, I already failed. So, so I have to wake up an hour early to be in the word. So every single day getting in the word so I can lead, right? The Bible is a, uh, a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path. Not checking social media until 10 o'clock, double digit strategy there. Like I don't want to look at Facebook or whatever until 10 o'clock. That's kind of my rule. Same thing with email. I try to put that off till noon because email is other people's agenda for your day. You have to, you just have a clear vision. Uh, you have to know where you want to go. And if you, if you lead with that, that kind of clarity, your people pay attention, right? So I, I just look at it this way, like your wife committed her life to you. You better be the best husband that she, like a dream husband. You, you want her to wake up every day feeling like she, like she won the lottery. And if you're, if you're drinking beer every night, if you're not working out every day, if you're sleeping in every morning, if you're staying up late, if you're looking at porn, if you're flirting with the girl at work, all that stuff, she is married to an abusive man. And the only person that can change that is you. And so I think we've got, we've just have men of full of excuses, just, just little boys with hobbies. I want to play video games. I mean, if you're playing, if you're 40 and you're playing video games, like on a daily basis, I mean, I, I, I now play Halo one hour a week with my son. That's awesome. Cause that's leading, right? We, we have connection, but if I'm playing two hours of video games every single day, what am I not doing instead? Right. If, if I am um, watching sports for two hours a night, what, am I, what could I be doing with that time? Because the Bible calls us to redeem the time, right? Make the most of every day for the days are evil. So that's my big question yeah. is, are you squeezing all the juice out of the lemon? Like, are you working so hard that water's coming from the rock? Like, do that and then we'll talk. <laughs> but until then, there's no excuse. Because here's the thing, like I've literally met people with no legs that are crushing their business, you know, they're just doing so well. Wow. And so like one of my friends growing up was Joel Sonnenberg and Joel, he was, he was uh, three or four years old. His parents were waiting in line. And I think it was Pennsylvania to, to pay the toll, you know, like the toll booth kind of thing, waiting in line and a gas tanker truck, the guy wasn't paying attention, smashed into him. The whole thing caught on fire and he was burned almost to death. He lived, but he has, he has, nubs for fingers, no ears, no hair. I mean, he looks like a monster, right? And this guy is crushing it in life. Wow. He's got three or four kids now. He's a, he has a full-time speaking ministry. So we have no excuse, right? And so just step up, guys, step up because your daughter wants you to walk her down the aisle. But you're not going to have that opportunity if you're playing around because your wife's not going to stick around very long. She's going to marry some other guy and he's going to walk her down the aisle. And so that's yeah. why we got to show up. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. So uh, I'll expose some vulnerabilities here. I, I mean, that's our role. I mean, honestly, I think so many men are trying to walk around with like the perfect armor when that's not what attracts someone to you. And yes. that's not why someone wants to talk to you is because you have perfect armor on. It's because you have cracks in the armor and they go, what caused that? They're like, yeah. well, hey, let me tell you about this and let me tell you how God got me through it. Right. right. So 
Uh, yeah, well, here we go. Let's share this with the audience. So um, probably about a year and a half ago or so, I was in a really heavy state of depression after I got out of the military. Yeah. Didn't see it coming. I was mm -hmm. unbelievably excited to get out of the military because yeah. I did it for, you know, 10 years. It was my childhood dream to fly Blackhawks, check the block. It was amazing, but I knew it was time to be more of a family man and to go build business outside so I could be more present with my family. Well, I didn't really learn any, you know, way to transition out, right? Like it's like you have training to come in, but not get out. Mm -hmm. So I got out of the military and I found myself just going down this crazy dark hole, right? And there was this moment where God did a lot of things, but one thing he did is he had me gravitate towards this song, which I'm sure you, you probably know the song. Uh, I, I obsessed over it. And he started to show me images in my mind of my family going two ways. And mm -hmm. right now is your choice, Adam. Yeah. I can't tell you how real this actually was. It wasn't just an image in my mind. I talked to my wife about it. This stuff was very real. Mm. Right. And the song is from the greatest showman. So I love it. I, yeah. I'm not your traditional, you know, army. That's dude. Not, that like, whole movie is a guy's movie. So good. That movie yeah. is powerful. It you is, have to get to that, get past the singing a little bit, but that movie is about a man's soul. It's powerful. Dude. It, yeah. Well said. I mean, yeah. so I'm listening to this musical, right. Yeah. And, uh, I, there were so many parts where I just really felt a, a very emotional, but the one song was when that one girl, the opera singer sang, and it was like, it's never enough. Right. Yeah. She kept saying it's never enough. It's never enough. You know, all the, all the stars will never be enough. All the gold will never be enough. That's and right. I felt like God was like, don't miss this. Yeah. Right. Because I put such an emphasis on, on what, what I call the altar of impact, which is impacting other people instead of my own family. It's sacrificing those in my life that really I love, but I'm just not, not really serving. Okay. So what basically happened was this yep. altar of impact, you know, became my main focus and he showed me the two lives and it was, Hey, you can, you can go make an impact in the scale that you see in your mind. You yeah. can go be this huge speaker and speak to tens of thousands of people at a time, but you're not going to really know your daughter. And, and yeah. also, you know, you'll still be married, but your wife is not going to be proud of you. Mm. He just showed me both paths. And it was like, which one do you want? Right. Do you want a little bit of a, a smaller picture and a slower picture, but a more significant role as a father? Or do you want that one? And I was mm -hmm. like, no, God, I want, I want, I, I got to be there for my daughters. You know, I only had one at the time. Now I have two. So anyways, man, I'll tell you I what, love it. like, thank God that he can speak to us these ways. Right. So what are some ways that maybe God has spoken to you um, to help you with uh, different, different, like wake up calls or warnings in your life? Oh, so good. Yeah, uh, it was two or three years ago, I was visit visiting my, my parents' house and hanging on their wall uh, was the, the hat of my grandfather. He was a bus driver. He drove for New Jersey Transit for 30 years. And his his hat, you know, that the hat that a bus driver, bus drivers used to wear this really, really formal, like he had this really nice kind of hat that he would wear. And it was kind of just hanging on their wall. And for some reason, I just felt led to take it off the wall and like, look at it. And, and I mean, literally, he passed away 20 years ago. So nobody's worn this hat for 20 years. Nobody's looked at this hat for 20 years. It's just been kind of hanging on the wall. And I, I pulled this, this uh, hat off the wall and I flip it over. And inside of the hat is a, is a, is a pocket. It's a compartment in the top of the hat. Nobody had opened this compartment. I didn't even know it was there. I open it up 
I take it out and it's his bus driver ID and it's his insurance card. And it's some of the stuff that you'd expect a bus driver to have in his wallet. That's kind of how they, they put their wallet basically in their hat, which is kind of cool. But then he had a card and it was for, um, it was like the Christian service union. And basically it was like this unofficial union of, cause he was in the bus driver union. So he had the official one, but he was also in like the Christian service union. And it was like their manifesto and he signed it with his own, his own hand. And that was a wake up call to go. I am standing on the shoulders of that amazing man. Now, now he career wise, he was quote unquote, only a bus driver, but the commitment that he had to the word of God, to teaching the word of God to his wife and to his two daughters, which one of them is my mother who taught me and, and obviously my father as well. And so the legacy that he's left lives on through me. And it was one of those moments of like one day, my hat will be hanging on the wall. Wow. And so like, what will my grandchild know about me and about my life and about my legacy? Now, fortunately we live in 2022 where there's probably a thousand hours of video of me teaching and instructing and, and that sort of thing. Cause that's kind of what I do for a living, but each one of us have some sort of a legacy and it's usually encapsulated in only one thing. It, it, it will be your tombstone. It will be the, the mess, one message that you left. It will be one piece of writing that you left. Like it's not going to, they're not going to spend hours and hours studying your life. It's going to be something as small as that one card you signed that you probably didn't even think about, but it was just this daily ritual, this daily habit. So that, that was kind of a bit of a wake up call for me. And, uh, and I think it's a good challenge for each one of us to think about what do we want our family to say about us 20 years after we're gone? Wow. Man, what, what men have come before us to set us up for where we are now, right? And I know yeah. there's, there's so many times in life where you're like, well, this man wasn't enough or this person in my life never did enough, but there's, there's moments and they add up and they, they right. really do elevate you. So, man, love Yeah, that. to him who's given much, much is required. I mean, yeah. imagine taking that legacy, taking the wealth that, that I've been able to, to generate and create both the wealth of relationships, but also the wealth of income, the wealth of time, uh, location independence. And then imagine taking all that and wasting that on an affair. Yeah. Imagine taking all of that and wasting that on OnlyFans or wasting on um, fantasy football. Like imagine, like what's the point, right? Yeah. I wanna be able to build something that my sons can carry on, my daughter can see that legacy, my son-in-law eventually, my grandchildren can look yeah. at and can build upon. Yeah, oh man, you know, so I heard on a podcast interview this week, they basically said, uh, men wanna be good at something, right? Mm -hmm. Like this, this one person, he lost his job and when he lost his job, he was, uh, he was like, man, I just, I just miss being good at something because the yeah. current job he had wasn't really one where he could show off, right? Yeah. And I was thinking, well, see, again, we're, mess we're, we're missing this. It's not just being good at something. Let's be good at something that actually matters, not only to us, but to God. That's right. Right? Like, we just, people just place their ambitions in different directions. Like, well, I'll just get really good at, you know, fitness. Well, fitness mm -hmm. is one part of your life. Right. But what does your relationship with God look like? So, man, I just, I really appreciate you coming on today. Um, we got a minute left. Love for you to just share for a moment. Uh, take, take the gloves off. Just one minute to the men, a message to the men. What do you really yeah. want to tell the, the men who are listening today? And these are fathers who, look, they are showing up. They do want to do better. Like they have the right heart. That's but right. there's still things, there's still things to work on. So what do you want to tell them? 
Yeah, I, I think one of the best things, that, the, the best gift that you can give your children is, is a really solid marriage. So I think it's time to, to surrender any sort of expectation of your wife. It's one of the best things that you could do. You have to love her exactly for who she is right now, um, for how she looks right now, for how she shows up or doesn't show up right now, but love your wife well. Um, the, the, the Lord gave us the, the analogy of Christ loving the church like a bride. So, so, and he loved the church so much he died for the church, right? For us. And so what if we were to sacrificially lead and love our, our wives? And it and happens in three major ways. Number one, the words that we say, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. Words of hope, words of encouragement. That's number one, the words we say to her. Great job, honey, way to go that kind of thing. Number two is learning her love language. Mine is my, my wife's love language is acts of service, which means I have to keep her car clean. And I do the dishes every night because that matters to her. I could give her flowers every day and she'd throw them away. It doesn't matter. Gifts is not her thing, but words uh, acts, acts of service is her thing. And so I need to learn her love language and, and, and live it out. So words, number one, words that build up. Number two is the love language. And then number three is, is praying with her daily. And literally before you go to bed, you just reach your hand over and you say, hey, can I pray for us tonight? And you just say, Lord, thanks for the day. Thanks for my, my amazing wife. Good night. Do that for 100 days in a row. Your, your prayers will start to get longer and your marriage is going to change. And you'll have the best sex of your life. So like those things happen because your, life, your wife is well-loved and a wife well-loved ends up being a life well-lived. Man. Thank you so much today uh, for being on here, Brian Dixon. Guys, for, um, for anyone on here who's listening and you have wives who are, they're Christian, female entrepreneurs, and they want to be able to grow their business God's way, please, please put them in touch with Brian Dixon. Um, if you're a female in our audience and you tend to just gravitate towards this type of teaching, go check out Brian because I'm serious. Like Brian is the real deal. Uh, he has hosted over 300 webinars uh, he's been a coach for many years, and he's just just such an amazing guy. So thank you so much for being on here today, Brian. Um, it's been an honor to have you. Awesome. Adam, thank you for your service to our country, and, and thank you for the way that you're leading uh, with this show. Just absolutely love it. I'm really honored to be here. Thank you, brother. All right, guys. Well, hey, we're going to wrap up now. Just to remind you, no matter what happens in life, whether you're at the top of a mountain or the bottom of a valley, continue mission. <laughs>